You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Ulysses, it is finally here. Opening day for the Rays. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I can't. I can't. It's exciting. Uh, can't wait to see the lineups, can't wait to watch the boys play on the TV, on Stevie the TV. It's going to be great, man. I'm excited. I'm excited as well. And please, no one talk to me during those three, three and a half hours. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting outside, smoking a cigar, watching right. the game on my iPad. I, nobody come near me, really, because I am going to be, I am going to be, I think, as glued into that opening day game as I was the the wild card game and some of the playoff Ooh. games for the Rays. Because it's like good we're comparison. right now. Yeah, good comparison. That's not bad. If only they had the stat cast uh, with Dwayne and DA, that would be 100% great. But no, it's it's going to be exciting. Uh, man, I just I can't, I can't believe it's here. You know, the Juan Soto news about the positive COVID-19 put a scare, you know, because... Mm -hmm. What are they going to do? But MLB is deciding on, let's keep on going. Well, their answer is uh, expanded playoffs. Like, hey, guys, keep <laughs> going down. We just got to expand playoffs. Keep it going. Gross. Keep I it can't. Going. Hey, we, we've worst. said before, Ulysses, we've got to acknowledge. We said throw the kitchen sink at everything. This is the guinea pig year. Let's see what happens. I would be okay with it, Kevo, if they had agreed to expanded playoffs when they agreed to have a season that it was 60 games long, that would have been okay with me. Right. But this just feels like so cheap. And also, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll be a bigger man than, than I was, you know, two months ago and change my opinion. I just don't, I don't like it. I don't think it's good to have a team. You know, Dan Zimborski had a great uh, tweet out today. I don't have it in front of me. But he basically said, how disappointing would it be to watch the Rockies and Blue Jays be in the in the World Series, a twenty-seven and thirty-three team, and a twenty-five and and, and and thirty-five team just going at it for the World Series, because that's can that can happen in baseball. They squeak by, then anybody can win a series of three or five, or seven. Like I, and then we're just gonna watch the Blue Jays and the Rockies go at it for the World Series. That's I just so disgusting. I get your point, and who knows, with this COVID-19 season, it could be which team is healthiest. They're, they're, right. the, they're the last man standing, the last team standing. But I think over the course of, a, of you know, when you get out of that first round and you get to seven-game playoff series, that the weaknesses of 
a team like the Blue Jays or the Rockies, the the lack of pitching, the lack of um, you know a number two or a number three or a true number two and a true number three would would come about. But I mean, ever I mean, we, we could say you know how how do we believe that a the wild card team? How did how did this you know ninety win Nationals team come out and win, win the World Series? I I think this is the year. Let's let's try it out. Let's see what happens. Um, and ultimately, though, what makes me more upset is that this could lead to to 16 teams being a regular thing for the postseason. I know they're saying only for the 2020. That's yeah. what they're saying right now because that's what ha- usually happens. You don't want to scare the public and just say, no, this is a whole big change. That's what, this is what we're doing. Now, no, you do it gradually. And that's what bothers me is that this is going to eventually be the feature. And MLB is not the NBA. It is not the NFL. It's not. You play 162 game seasons to reward these teams, not to just have more. <laughs> right, but are you really re- are you really rewarding teams with a with a one game wild card? Where like, are we really re- rewarding the Oakland Athletics who had to go home after playing an entire season? Win your division. I mean, Win your division. Be better. Yeah. I mean, I, I just feel like MLB has to do something to make in a regular 162 game season the games in August and September more, more meaningful for more fan bases and more teams. And I think ultimately, I mean, we're, we're going to have to save this discussion for another day. I wasn't yes. planning to get into the, the playoff <laughs> discussion. We'll, we'll get to that bridge when we cross it. I will say this though. Um, the Rays opponent this weekend uh, very well could make the playoffs now that the, now that uh, there's 16 teams. In fact, I don't yeah. almost bank on it and guarantee it. Uh, if only they had that, a, a home stadium, right? Yeah, maybe you know they get some. They 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 finally get their their uh, grounding at Camden Yards. But I mean, they play there all the time, road games every year, so yeah. they should be able to adjust to it a little bit. Okay, uh, this episode before we actually get into previewing the the Rays and Blue Jays series. Wow, it, it's it's fun to say that we're actually going to be talking baseball. Here, what's coming? <laughs> here is what's coming up. This is the action. We have so much fun all the time, just throwing out prop bets. Hey. Let me give you a prop bet. Here, I've got a prop bet. Spur of the moment type type of thing. We're actually going to put them down on record. We have a list, a Google Drive, Excel spreadsheet of <laughs> our prop bets and the ones we have proposed over the last several weeks and months, and we are going to put them on record. That's so right. You can come back a couple months from now and say, you guys were really way on the mark, way off, idiots. I mean, you call us whatever you want. And and we also want to um, encourage the Locked On Rays fan base and listeners to get involved with this. Yeah. Uh, Vote on Twitter. Send us some comments. Let us know what you think. If you have a prop bet that you would like to propose to us to add to this list, because this is going to be an evolving list. I feel like we're just going to, when we think of one during the season, we're going to put it out there and put it on paper. So um, I see about a dozen here. So we're going to run through these quickly and, and just put them on the record. So one of the biggest ones, of course, will there be a 400 hitter in 2020? I say, no, you say, yes. Uh, do you want to give, give me one name? Who is your pick for 400 hitter? <sighs> Mookie Betts. Okay. Mookie Betts. 
four hundred for the three hundred and sixty-five million dollar man. How about that? Sounds like he's uh, earning his paycheck if he does that. How great would that be if he if his batting <laughs> average is the same as like as the, his the dollar millions. amount of his contract? <laughs> that would be crazy. Um, way to go, Red Sox. Good one there yeah. by letting him go. Um, will Mike Zanino hit over two hundred? I say yes. I look at all the home runs he's hit in the intra squad games and and finally setting settling down. Uh, with the Rays, you say no, a resounding no, that Mike Zanino will not hit over 200. I think you can put an exclamation or two after my no. I, I That's not happening. It's yeah. just not. Uh, we got a couple comments, too, from uh, some of our listeners that seem to agree with you. Uh, at Inc. underscore M-O-S, Mose, he's, he says regarding Zanino, I think he has a better chance of hitting under 100 than over 200. <laughs> about that uh you want to take that one you want to take that prop bet or you'll you'll hold it between uh no no i'll keep it the, the 200 one but that okay. was funny yeah donovan mcmahon says uh regarding zanino his contact was pretty non-existent slash poor in the inter-squad games under mendoza sadly okay nobody likes zanino except me i get it i see yeah Yep. Is that Cape Coral bias uh, coming mm-hmm. in? Okay, uh, Jose Alvarado will have a lower ERA than Emilio Pagan. We both say yes on that one. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays will have a better record than Boston. We both say yes there. I feel like this podcast has evolved into a Toronto Blue Jays podcast. We've been talking a lot of Blue Jays <laughs> lately, and we'll a be talking about Jays them more later on. And Reds. Blue Jays and Reds. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Got to knock it off. Um, Tyler Glass now will have more innings pitched than Blake Snell. We both say yes there. Um, the 2020 home run leader will exceed 26 home runs. I say no. You say yes. Ulysses, who is your home run leader? Who is the guy that breaks this 26 home run uh, plateau here? I mean... I don't think I, I, I have the the gall right now to, to put up a name for, for this one. I okay. really don't. So I'm going to hold off on that. What about maybe a Jorge Soler could be an option? That's, a, that's an interesting option. The never-ending uh, careers of Nelson Cruz and Edwin Encarnacion could be, a, a, you know, good picks there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't want to commit to a name, but I do think that that is going to happen. The home run leader will exceed 26 home yeah. runs. If only the Rockies, if the Rockies had like a true, true, true slugger, mm-hmm. that would be oh, good. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, Brandon Lau will have less than 75 strikeouts in 2020. I say no. You say yes. So in other words, I believe he will have more than 75 strikeouts. Uh, you say he will have less than 75 strikeouts. However... I still have him as my team MVP pick. Yeah. So, again, I'm not judging by just strikeouts. I I think he will have a good year. I think Uh, he's going to have a great year, but I think the strikeouts will actually decrease if you compare him to his strikeout rate in 2019, which was abysmal. Question. Um, Does this include playoffs as well, or is this simply regular season? Okay, regular season. Correct. I gotcha. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to sneak one over on you there. I know. You're, you're not buying <laughs> not that. Having, uh, not having that at all. Yeah, it depends how many. I mean, he might be out of the lineup uh, for Friday's game. So yeah, uh, yeah, you know that might that might help him uh, help his case there. Wander Franco will make his MLB debut 
in 2021? So this is kind of a question for next year, although some people think he'll make his debut this year. Uh, we both say yes that he will make his debut in 2021. Um, Hunter Renfro, I love this one. Your Hunter boy. Renfro, my boy, will have a higher war, wins above replacement, than Tommy Pham, who's now with the Padres. I say yes, you say no. I say no. I say uh, that's not happening. And so far, on the polling, it's uh, it's it's also uh, not happening. Mm. Because your boy is a 37% uh, race fans, locked on race fans too, have uh, said no, hell no, at a 63% clip right now. So people are siding with me on this one. Okay. I'm just saying... Tommy Pham, I don't see all the, I don't know. I, I, I think he had COVID, right? I think that sets him back a little bit. And I think that, again, all we're doing is, is just looking at Hunter Renfro's batting average and everything without taking into account the injury issues he dealt with last season. Um, okay, there will be a 2020 player in this 60-game season, 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases. I say no. You say yes. You actually think there could be multiple, right? I, I think, I mean, I think okay. we put the over under at two. I had to say over because I, okay. I do think that's going to be around two. So who is your guy? Who is your, who's your best candidate? For if this? I have to put one, I have to put Ronald Acuna Jr. Okay. I think he has great capability to do that. Now, also on Twitter, 57% of the fans also think there will be a 2020 guy. So this is interesting, Kevin. I think we're split down the middle. You know, so far 50-50 on, on, the, on the results. How about that? Let me throw this out there. Let me give you a dark horse 2020. I don't think it's going to happen, but okay. maybe gets close. Bo Bichette. Ooh. Not Ooh, a lot of people 2020 Bichette. Okay, I see you. Maybe. Um, KK, Kevin Kiermeyer will be over five home runs and 10 stolen bases for the 60-game season. We both say yes on that front. Um, probably batting 230 or something like that, of course. Uh, Boston Red Sox will finish below 500. We both with a resounding yes. That motion passes unanimously. <laughs> yeah. we, and we are not upset about that. We should make no. that clear. We are not upset about that uh, in the in the slightest. Uh, they also took a big L with the Mookie Betts news, which I'm not mm-hmm. upset about either. No. Um, and the final one, which uh, we brought up yesterday, and uh, I, I just keep laughing about, um, Daniel Robertson uh, will hit above 250. I say <clears throat> yes. You say no. Uh, your wish, Ulysses, was granted at least initially because he has been optioned to, uh, well, not AAA, but he's been optioned to uh, Port Charlotte workouts, basically. To the fake AAA, basically. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you. I, and uh, he's just, unfortunately, a Nick Franklin on the making. He was a first-round pick, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And he had three months of really good, talented baseball in him. That could be it for D-Rob. And and that's sad, but that's sometimes the reality of baseball players. You know, you have to be really, really good to stay there for a long, long time. So not knocking him 
really, it's just I don't I I think Joey Wendell is better. I right. think that Michael Brousseau has a better bat and better versatility. I mean, I just and I think Cashin the front office agrees. Yeah, and it's one of those things too because you're right, Dana Robertson for that period. What was it? 2018. He had yeah. a great couple of months and. I mean, if you're a guy that makes it to the big leagues, anybody can have a great couple of months. Even a guy can have a great season and then fall off the face of the earth. I don't think Daniel Robertson will ever live up to his first round billing or be the guy that Oakland expected him to be when they drafted him and the Rays traded for uh, when they got him. But um, I will say there is a possibility he gets five at-bats this season and and somehow squeaks out two hits. So that is why I'm taking uh, this prop bet here. All right. Okay. We're actually. Oh, going wait. To, we have yes. one more. One more. Oh, we do. I missed yes. one. Brendan McKay will exceed 10 at bats this year. This is the first time we've talked about this live on the podcast. It's on Twitter, though. What do you think? Yes or no? No. I, I, I want to say. He gets 10 at bats. I want to say no, but just because we need the, somebody to say yes, I'll say yes. But I parentheses, I'm with you. I don't think he's gonna see yeah. ten at bats. I don't think he's gonna see five. Right. He's gotta but he's gotta first get yes. back to pitching. Like he's he's been right. out all all summer camp, but I just think the Rays have too many other bats and options. Like there's a lot of other guys you're gonna slide in. It'd probably slide in Daniel Robertson to get a couple A Bs. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. Get okay. Brendan McKay in there before D-Rob, please. All right, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Know, you know, Daniel Robertson, um, I guess was in, when he's in Port Charlotte, he can work on his um, his autographing skills and abilities. That might be something he can work <laughs> yeah. on there. Um, that's a little insight. And, uh, and apparently the outfield, the corner outfield. Clearly. Well. Yeah, that's so the thing. So autographs, hey. corner outfield. Rousseau seemed to earn Maddie. it. I mean, he definitely earned it last year. So Yeah, he does. Uh, Let's see if that new stance with the wiggling. Yeah, the jerky, yeah, Gary yeah. Sheffield. If he hits like Gary Sheffield, I'll take it. Whatever works for you, buddy, I'm fine with it. Okay? Sure. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move on to previewing the Rays. Mm-hmm. First series of the 2020 season against the Toronto Blue Jays. But first... With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box 
so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, Ulysses, it is here. Today is the day. Baseball, regular season baseball, it counts. Blue Jays, Rays, three-game series at the Trop. Again, this one starts at 6.40 p.m., not not 7.05 or 7.10 like usual. So we got to be right. prepped for that. Warn- hey, Rays fans out there, just know that it starts at 6.40. Don't try to tune in at 7 and you already missed the first inning or something like that. So, right. um, of course, the really the big news is, I mean, this could be, this could turn out to be a pitcher's duel. Yeah. Uh, this first game of the season. Charlie Morton getting his first opening day start against uh, Rue, who um, has been outstanding really the last two years, a lefty. Um, I don't think the Blue Jays have announced who they're going to have starting games two or three. They're leaving that up in the air as of right now. But I know Charlie, that Nate. Yeah. yeah, I know that Nate Pearson. Um, he's not going to be in this first series against the Rays, so you would think that's a positive. The way I look at this is just win the series. Just win this first series. Okay, if you lose, you know, 3-2 to the Blue Jays and Rue that first game and then then, then, then win the other two games, that's fine. I think at, at the end of the day, it, it ultimately comes down to winning series. Of, of course, it'd be great to get an opening day win, but um, I'm just excited for baseball. I'm excited to watch whatever. Ha- Even if they lose, I'm like... I, I'm I'm trying to convince myself that I won't be like pissed off like if they lose um in, in previous fashion, like they've lost to the Blue Jays before, that I'm just gonna be like it was just great to enjoy some good baseball or to enjoy a, a Buddy, baseball game that counted. But I feel say, like I could be totally wrong. You say this now. Uh as soon as that pitch is thrown, that first pitch you're back to your old, old self and you're going to be critiquing uh. everything that does not go the way that you want it to. Now, yeah, Ryu is going to be tough. Morton's going to be tough too. So, yeah, pitcher's duel on paper. Anything can happen. And, yes, they uh, Charlie Montoya is keeping the information right close to his te- chest. So, no announced pitcher for Game 2 or Game right. 3 for Toronto. Now, that made my job to pick a weekend pick a little bit more difficult yes i don't know if if that happened to you when you went to see the game two and game three previews and uh, tbd stared uh back at your face that that did make it a little bit difficult um so i'm going with i will tell you right now before i reveal it that i've got a right-handed hitter just based on the fact that reuse a lefty and this guy my pick uh, hits really well at the trop and got off to a hot start last season. He's the type of guy that can walk out of bed and hit. He doesn't need a lot of oh, reps. And he's I already out, know so. who you got. Yeah, don't spoil it yet. So, okay. uh, he, you know, this has been kind of a, a talking point of ground Chuck, Charlie Morton getting his mm-hmm. first opening day start in 13 years, which is exciting, super happy and proud for him. But on the one hand, it also does kind of suck because there's not going to be fans in the stands. He, his, his family won't be able to show up in the game. So yeah. it's going to be like a little bit bittersweet from that standpoint. 
I'm gonna, you know, prop bet for 2021. Oh, you've got one. <laughs> he will be the opening day starter for the Rays in 2021. He's gonna do good enough this year. I don't think, I mean, the quotes that have come out of his mouth don't sound like, yeah, I'm just gonna retire after after this year. I think he's yeah. like, damn, I don't want this to be my last year. I really don't, especially when I'm not earning what I thought I was gonna earn. I still have some gas left in the tank, and I don't want to go out that way. So, uh, prop bet for 2021. I'm already doing it without <laughs> a yeah. pitch being thrown in 2020. But Charlie Morton will be the opening day starter for the Rays. I will say he has 15 million reasons to mm-hmm. show up next year. I think if they can get back to normalcy in 2020, run okay. Let me let me go out on another high note. Even if the Rays right. win the World Series this year, I still feel like yeah, be like. Let's win one, quote unquote, legitimately and see what we can do going forward. I, let, let, let's not call it legitimately from now. Just normal. Normal. You know, yes. normal. Yeah, I don't want a, that legitimately. Yes. You know, you can attach that to 2017. You can attach that to 1919. You can mm-hmm. attach that to 2018, of course. Yes. But not to 2020. Um, do you get the feeling with this Blue Jays lineup? Like I joked how like it seemed like everybody on the roster last year, every hitter in the lineup was like capable of hitting 20 to 25 home runs, but you're getting a 220, 230 batting average. And yeah. that's pretty much the case from the bottom of the lineup. But this is this is a team that is going to because I don't think they've got the the pitching staff to really carry them yet. So this is a team that I think is going to have to win by hitting the ball out of the ballpark and hitting extra base hits. I think that's the only way they're going to win because they're not necessarily like a great on base team. Um, It's just a lot of guys that, that strike out and okay, they turn one into it and, and, you know, try to hit a three or four run or try to hit a two or three run home run or something like that. It's an interesting team. Yeah, it is. I will say that. I mean, you, if you got (laughs) Bichette, Biggio, Gurriel Jr. And Guerrero, uh, at the top of that lineup, imagine again what, how we said to describe them. Call me in two years. Yeah, this is going to be a really good team if they figure out the pitching. Which, by the way, I think they tried by by doing that Ryu signing for four years. So yeah. in two years, he'll still have two more years left. Boom! That that that's good. Nate Pearson will have two years in the league. That's good for them. And maybe another arm pops up in there, and then they have, they have a competitive team. Right now, though, I I do I do agree with you. It's just going to be yeah. based on their lineup. They don't really have the pitching, but for this weekend. I do want to hear it from your mouth. Who's going to be your weekend pick? My weekend pick. He's uh, he's very strong. Mm-hmm. He's bulky. Um, I think he should be in a bodybuilding contest with uh, Roldis Chapman. Yandy Diaz. That is my weekend pick. He Great batted pick. nearly 300 at the Trop last season. He's a guy that, again, he doesn't need a lot of reps. He doesn't need you know, three weeks of summer camp or whatever to get ready, just comes out swinging. And I think, um, you know, whoever they throw out there for games two and game three, that that uh, he'll find a way to be productive. I love that pick. I love that pick because he showed that after not playing for two and a half months in last year's wild card game, <laughs> two home runs <laughs> just yeah easily so i, I like that pick Oppo my, taco home runs too. yeah two times um my pick is a little bit different in body uh in physique 
really, because he is not buff. He's very tall and lanky. I will I will give him that. And that is Jose Cafecito Martinez. He does have something very in common with uh, your, your boy Yandy Diaz, which is he can mash lefties. I mean, yes. la- last year he was hitting 329 with a 997 OPS. Mm-hmm. Uh, yum, 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 yum. So <laughs> if we're going to have to see if Cafecito face Ryu, we don't know who's going to be on Saturday and Sunday's game, right. but I had to give it to Cafecito. He's going to be my weekend pick against the lefty. Like, I know Ryu, like, he doesn't walk guys. He throws a lot of strikes. He's got five different pitches. But if you can work counts and try to get him out in five innings or just work out that, get to that bullpen. Because outside of Ken Giles, like, nobody in that bullpen really scares me. So I feel like that's where the Rays could really, okay. We worked, right. uh, I don't know what reused pitch limit's going to be, but if it's, you know, 70, well, like, 80, 90, you know. No, what he, not even. I, I, Kevin, I, I don't even think he's going to touch 80, you know? Uh, so if, he give, if, if you're able to hit him to 60 by the third, fourth, yeah. he's out, and now who do they have in that bullpen? That can Outside of Giles, that, yeah. That can keep that Rays offensive lineup which is more, much more improved than 2019, I, again, only on paper. It's going to be very interesting to see if they can do that because if they can, uh, you might see a W for, for the boys in, in the good color, white and blue. Yeah. Um, by the way, okay, so the Rays played, of course, 19 games against Toronto last season. What do you think their record was against the Blue Jays last year? They played 19 games? 19 games. I'm going to guess 13 and 6. Right on the money. I would yeah. have guessed it'd be closer to that because of how like crazy yeah. some of those <laughs> games were and how like trying and tiring and the fact that like whenever I think of Rays Blue Jays, I think of a 9-8 score yeah. and crazy <laughs> comebacks and wild twist and turn. So, you know, at the very least they they could give us some entertaining baseball over the course of this weekend. Um also, uh I, I still can't think, you know, I love Bo Bichette as a player, and I still, it still pains me to look at the fact that the Rays could have drafted the kid out of their backyard, literally out of their backyard, Lakewood we gotta High move School, St. Petersburg. We, we got we, we to gotta move on from this breakup. It's, it's not doing us any good, uh, buddy. I know. It's not you doing know, us any good. We could have had that hair. I know. He was taken 66th overall. Instead, oh my gosh. the Rays draft Ryan Bolt at 53. <laughs> the Rays also took Josh Lowe at number 13. He looks like he'll turn out to be something. Yeah. Like I but know, still. I, you know, I know Bichette's brother was a first round pick. It didn't turn out to be anything and you know didn't play above double A ball, but you know, Bo Bichette, he's he's the real deal. Still stinks, God. man. Yeah. I know. You know what I did? I did uh <laughs> this is so <laughs> stupid, but uh, MLB the show. I've been playing it, and I traded yeah. Bo Bichette to the Rays. <laughs> to the Rays, a way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so what what, what position do you have? Uh, I'm playing. You know, I think it was what would happened. Uh, did you trade Adamas? I think I did because it it was something where he was like in a contract year, and I knew I wouldn't be able to. Uh, wow. Sign a long term 
free agent deal with him. So I was like, you got a couple more years of control or another year or two of control with Bichette. You pulled uh, an Andrew Friedman move. Always, always learn from the best, right? Yeah. Do it. yeah. Okay. Uh, before we wrap up, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners, yes, all of our listeners, 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD, promo code LOCKEDONMLB, for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Uh, Ulysses, quick question. Actually, go ahead. Give me a prediction for tonight's game. 5-3 Rays. Why are we in such a wavelength lately? That's exactly what I was going to say. But you know what? I'll change it. I'm going 4-1 the 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 good boys at the trap okay. win four one. I could see it, I could see it for sure. Um, for the three game series, over under twelve runs scored for the race. I'm going over, just not because I think the bats are hot, but because I think the pitching from Toronto is still going to be freezing cold. Yeah, you know what? I'll I'll take the over as of right now too. Yeah, could be 13, something like that. Uh, we, we just can't stop just like taking over unders, bets. Like, we got to. No, we can't in. stop. We yeah. need help. Yeah. Gambling. Hey, yeah. You know, it's Tampa, it's Florida. That, that's kind of the thing to do. Yeah. All <laughs> right. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you on Monday.